this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, and the schmoes know, this is Box Office Breakdown. Information and commentary on weekly movie box office. Yeah, because... Hey, oh, hey, shut I, up, you oh, two. Oh, sorry. We're going live. We're talking pregame. Hey, it's Box Office Breakdown. My name is Ken Absock. I am in for Sarah Stratton, who has better things to do in life. No, I'm kidding. She's got some important stuff. She's on assignment for the Bob. Uh, but I am here with a reunited cast, so to speak. Yes. Tom Dagnino is here. Hello, everybody. Live and in person. Still Tom, huh? Yeah, it's going to be for a while. Can I get my mic turned down a little bit? It's really loud. Yeah? Oh, yeah. yeah well, that's what happens when you you get dropped off the limo two <laughs> yeah. seconds before the show starts. <laughs> we could have worked on that. Maybe yeah. it's your headphones. It but is, uh, re- returning from... That's what his headphones were meant. Re- returning from the Congo, or some uh, well, world York, adventures, con- Josh Tapia, JTE. <laughs> the Congo, then New York. Um, and I got back, and you know, it's been two weeks. I'm glad to be back. I thought Sarah would be here. I'm starting to wonder Sorry if it's to disappoint you. No, I love you, Ken, but, you know, why did she... I mean, was she worried? I don't know what's, what's happening here. I don't know. I, I, I'm surprised she's lasted this long with you two <laughs> with us? In locked her, in a room. Uh, I actually seen her this weekend coming back from a yoga uh, thing. <laughs> and she was Careful. Uh, yeah. She was wearing yoga she pants. She was good. She was wearing yoga she, pants? She was getting into yoga. Yeah. Well, she has to get into fighting shape to, to be in a room with you two, so I, I don't <laughs> blame it. Yeah, it was, it was interesting. So here on Box Office Breakdown, what we do is we, uh, as the uh, title would imply, we break down the box office number, and we dig in and find the stories buried in the numbers and stats. As Vin Scully would say, we're here for all the pregame stats and stories. And uh, we take a peek uh, at next week as well and find out what's going on. So, um uh, let's dig into the domestic top five U.S. domestic box office. We're kind of in this weird uh, coming out of the junk pile season. Yeah. Summer movie season's yep. coming. Mm-hmm. We got some big stuff down the line. Big releases this past week. We're like home, get hard. Uh, Cinderella Insurgent still in the theater. So uh, take it away, JT, with what we had. All right, so let's start at number five. It follows, which was mm-hmm. a little bit of a surprise to me coming in with about how much did it come in there? Came in at four, four, just over four I million. Mean, well, it added twelve hundred thousand. That's true. That's the reason. And we're to buzz on this movie. And as we always know, horror films, they do good, especially in our opening week. And this is the first week it really had a wide release. Yeah, it's and it's got good subject matter, you know. And it's getting good word of mouth in yes. the uh, horror really community, which uh, that can be a prickly, picky bunch. They mm-hmm. like their horror, and they like it done well. Sometimes you can like a movie because it's bad, but It Follows seems to have a good model where it goes in, costs little, and it makes a lot. I was uh, talking to JT about it yesterday. Um they don't show anything, though. It's like sexual yeah, related, we but they don't show anything. That. Like, how do you have a horror movie and not show bags? Yeah, I mean... Like, I need to see bags in horror movies, or I ain't going to watch them. <laughs> Here's the thing, like... Bags. You're gonna bags. See a horror, if you're going to see a horror movie about a sex ghost, you think there might be some nudity, but there isn't. I mean, it's a little disappointing. Anything. <laughs> All right. Well, another Cleavage. movie... Another movie. anything? <laughs> Another movie Jesus I wish Christ. that had, uh, it was chased. It's a chased sex ghost, yeah. all right? It's, it's here to promote, uh, you know... Saying no in the afterlife. Exactly. I mean, well, that's that's true. You didn't see it, Ken? Have you? No. Okay. I recommend you seeing it, even though it has no bags. Okay. I still think it's a very good movie. It's useless then. Uh, Here's another movie that I would only see if it had some bags in it. It's number four, Cinderella. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I mean, yeah. You'd see see Cinderella 
if it if it showed some nudity. I mean, have you seen the girl that played Cinderella? She's hot. <laughs> I kind of agree with that. <laughs> Thank you. Right? I, I don't think I it was it. marketed to you if guys. It'd been really That's... cute. The mice could have came up and like pulled your dress down real slowly. I don't know. Yeah, I think you're looking at a different <laughs> list. Uh, That's Cinderella XXX. I'm somewhere sorry. someday we're going to get a Cinderella with nudity in it. This somewhere someday. A, this a, I think there was one in the yeah. '80s called Sin. Cinderella. Oh, yeah. That's an actual, that was a thing. Oh, wow. uh, Cinderella came in 17 million, like you yeah. said, and it's still going on, uh, what is the second week of release here? Mm-hmm. Um, the, Disney's killing it with these live action yeah. adaptions of their properties right mm-hmm. now. Uh, and the trend's going to keep going, I think, more and more and more. And this Jeez. is kind of proving they can make some money well, during this season. They're going to have a big, big, big year. Well, Avengers is technically Disney. Disney rules the universe. What other live-action adaptions of Disney properties would you like to see? Well, it's funny because you got Dumbo, which that is not one of the first movies that comes to my mind with Tim Burton. Mm -hmm. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Um, I was thinking about this the other day. I think we mentioned this on the main show, the Shmoe's No Show. Um, that's a tough question. Like, originally I was thinking of like one of the smaller films that a lot of people don't know about, Oliver right. and Company. Okay. Do you remember this movie? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, it could be like half CG dogs, you know, put right. some celebrity voices in there. It could be a fun movie, but Bam- I can't think of anything else. Bambi. 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 And Saturday Night Live uh, ran a great uh, sketch, yes. video sketch, written, mm-hmm. uh, co-written by Mikey Day this week mm. uh, with uh, The Rock as a mm-hmm. live-action Bambi. That was yeah. good. I want Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. That's a good one, Just too. turn that into was some that kind of movie. movie. Or t- or was that like a special? It, it, it was a property. I think yeah. it came from a book, and there was an animated a, movie years ago, I believe. Yeah, they went to VHS or something. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. But that, that ride was got me through my childhood on visits to Disneyland. I'd like to see that on the big screen. Mm-hmm. Somebody mentioned Aladdin, and I wouldn't want to see that because... You don't. You can't replace Ron Williams. Yeah, as that's a, true. I mean, I don't want anyone even to try to do like imitation of him. Okay. Have to, if they did do it, it have to be so different and almost no comedy. Mm-hmm. A straight edge, like, straight, straight ahead, Aladdin. dark Aladdin, well, like Maleficent. Like you know, that movie wasn't funny. Dan Castellaneta crazy. did the voice of genie on TV Aladdin. It sounded almost as good. Wow. I I, I don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rob Williams ain't doing it. I don't want to hear. It. There you go. But I agree. I know he did like the sequel to Aladdin. Then I think Williams came back for the third Aladdin, which was like yeah. straight to VHS. Yeah. But I do, I mean when I so see you it, want I mean, a dark gritty Aladdin. That's I what think you that want. Would work. Okay. That's I think it. I'm okay with that. Uh, number Nick. Uh, number three on the list is uh, Insurgent, which of course mm-hmm. is a a divergent story. They have to put that into the marketing. Alliancegate yeah, taking in twenty-two, just over twenty-two million dollars in it. Um, that's a fifty-seven percent drop. That's a big drop. Yeah, for a second-week movie. Uh, uh, it's no Hunger Games. No. And the problem not. is, it's always going to get compared to that. The book series. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I, I don't. Not, I, I've read the Hunger Games book series, not read Divergent. I don't go scouring the young adult section at all Barnes and Nobles uh, every weekend. I do. <laughs> I'm sure you do. Yeah. Young you, I've Grove, seen, yeah. believe me, I've seen your picture at the Grove Security yeah, office. They don't, they don't even, it's yeah, up there. Yeah. yeah, so is yours too. <laughs> if, you ever, if you've never seen the video of uh, oh, yeah. Tom walking around JT in a dog collar because JT lost a bet on the Schmoes No Movie Show, uh, go check that out. Uh, look it up on YouTube. Yeah, I got, One kicked, of, out of, I got kicked out of the Sephora in uh, the Grove, you know, makeup spot. Well, that's what happens when you're hunkered down in the corner in a yeah, trench coat. It was, it was weird. Yeah. There's some interesting <laughs> stuff going on in there. Um, what, did, what did you think this says about the, di- the divergent, insurgent type of thing, the dystopian future teen, young young adult stories? Uh, uh, did they take a hit? Does this take a hit to that type of movie? I don't know if we're going to see the rest of the books. I think maybe they'll squeeze one more out. It's like Percy no, it's, Jackson. There's only one more book. Is there only one more? They'll make one more. I'm sure they've... It's it's a three-book series. It's making money. It's going to make its money internationally. I think that's why. Of course. It it might not be the hit of Hunger Games is here. Sure. But overseas, it's going to make its money, and it'll it'll make a third one. Well, like I said last week, I don't think you'll... I don't think they're going to split the last book into two movies like they do this. Like they do the other stuff with the stupid Hobbit and the other stuff. Don't call... I like the Hobbit. It's bad. 
the, 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 we going <laughs> into the Hobbit breakdown now? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. We That's could do that. that. I could sit and talk yeah. about the Battle of Too Many Armies uh, all day, all night. Um, next on the list is a new uh, Rising with a Bullet from Warner Brothers' Get Hard, the controversial comedic movie. Taken in 34, almost five, 35 million. 34.61. actually really good. Warner Brothers would have been happy with 25. 32 right. and 35 is, it can push to about maybe 130 domestic, and that's a big win. That's pretty close to what he made with The Wedding Ringer, I believe, Kevin Hart. So he's kind of, kind of like mid 30 range every move. But I yeah. thought, honestly, with Will Ferrell in this, I thought mm-hmm. it might have. It hit closer to 40 or 50, but apparently well, people saw the same trailers I saw, which just, to me, were not funny. What? I mean, it's, uh, so I can't go No, did it, did it strike you as being too sim- similar in concept to Wedding Ringer, which was just out, Kevin Hart helping a white guy, well, that yeah. type of thing? I mean, I mean, I also think, you know, the jokes, I think you know where the jokes are going to go in this. It's a lot sure. of, you know, prison rape and... And it got it got a lot of flack yeah, for right. coming off as a, a little bit homophobic and causing some Correct. controversy in that area. Uh, area. Yeah, a lot of people so, are talking about it. Like, you yeah, can, it's it's cool to like talk about rape when it's in prison, but anyone else should talk about it. It's not like acceptable. I would think there should be some limits on rape comedy. Yeah, I think that'd be all right. You would think, right? You would think in a functional society that that's something we could do. I think you know when all else fails. You know, Will Ferrell, they're all sitting like a think tank. They're like, what should we do for another scene? Will Ferrell's probably like, we could put a dart in my neck or head. And they're like, yeah, done, done, let's do it. Was it you who pointed pointed out on social Mm -hmm. media, I believe, and you can follow Tom at Bob Finstock on Mm -hmm. Twitter, that, um, yeah, every movie Will Ferrell's in, it seems like something gets shot into his neck. And then he doesn't even know it's there. (laughs) And then they're like, what do you got in your neck? He's like, "Uh, what, what? (laughs) It's ridiculous. Yeah. Are we good? I mean, it was great in old school. Yeah, an old school worked very well. Yeah. I, like I'm a fan of both these guys in their own world. I think Kevin Hart has a brand. I think he killed it when he hit on the national spotlight and, and Forty Year Old Virgin. That was a great mm-hmm. steal of movie scene. Um, so I get it. He's got a brand. He's got a thing. He's striking now while the iron's hot. Um, but two movies back to back, similar concepts. Will Ferrell is he? I know he. I'm a fan of Ferrell going back yeah, to the Groundlings days, sure. even before SNL. Now you go. Um, he's he's kind of is he going to fall into that Adam Sandler category where you groan more than no, you laugh? I hope not. I, I thing is, I don't like. I haven't liked any of Kevin Hart's films. I think mm, he's a great no. stand up comedian. He's yep. hilarious. I would but, say great. Right, okay, <laughs> I think he's good. He does what he does well. Yeah, he does. Uh, Ride along. I thought it was pretty horrible. Um, no, Terrible. I thought Wedding Ringer was horrible. Terrible. And this movie, I have a little no interest. And I'm a big Will Ferrell fan. I'll say just about yeah. anything Will Ferrell's in. Uh, I'm I, I'm hoping he just kind of made a Kevin Hart movie and not a Will Ferrell movie. Well, that's a good and way to maybe, look at it. And that's kind of why I'm just going to skip it. I mean, they promoted the piss out of it, though. They did. They did. And the only times I did laugh a little bit in the trailer was at some of the stuff Will Ferrell I heard doing. they got one one or two good jokes in there. But $34 million's it's, it's a success decent. enough, right? Oh, Don't absolutely. you think, Tom? You're going to do you're gonna do 120 to 130 in, in a domestically in the box office. That's fantastic. So you're sitting, sitting in the studio exec chair. You're thinking, hey, we don't need number oh. one. We don't need 40, 50. We yeah. got what we want. I'm searching through the classifieds in the back for the for the... Russians, Russian girls. It's extra. It's free money. <laughs> it's free money. It's free money. I mean, it's a comedy. Also, the budget on this thing is not like there's mm-hmm. no explosions or you know cars flying out of cars, sure. which we'll talk about later. Uh, but it's a great premise, though. I mean, it's, yeah, it's you know it's I, interesting. Well, here's what I'm worried about from the trailers. It looks like the premise is a one joke premise that is stretched out for an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And from what I hear from people, that's exactly what it is. I yeah. don't know how much they could keep it that, being funny. That's a lot of modern movie comedies, though, these big, big, high-profile comedies. Yeah. It's it's weak concepts. You mentioned old school. I love old school. It's great. Second half of the movie kind of dies for me. I still love yeah, it. still great. The concept is great, and the concept carries it. But sometimes we're gravi- those movies, we gravitate to the personalities. Vince yes. Vaughn yeah. being Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. I just think comedies are, as a whole are – they're just not quotable anymore. They're not really right. – like, people don't talk about them anymore. Like, they don't live – Anymore. Speaking of that, I tweeted yeah. out like Friday. I said, if you're going to go see a movie this weekend and it's playing near you, go see a movie called What We Do in the Shadows mm-hmm. from the guys that play the Concord. Yeah. It's a, kind of a mockumentary in the, in the vein yeah. of Spinal Tap. And it is so funny. It's the funniest movie I've seen all year and probably the funniest movie I saw last year, if I was counting it. And it's not getting a lot of love. You can get a video on demand. If you guys can see it, you will be quoting the movie all week. Yeah. And it's the funniest movie I've seen in a long time, and it's not really getting enough love. It's yeah. way better than Get Hard. I haven't seen Get Hard, but I can tell you that's a fact. Oh, I wouldn't. Yeah. It's 
I don't know. Kevin Hart's he's typecasting himself. Yeah. But I, and I like Will Ferrell when he plays in Stranger in Fiction, Fiction, and uh, right. You know the movie Everything Must Go. Oh, Everything Must I Go. Really, I think he's great in that. There's I think he stuff, can do serious uh, stuff. Was it Winter's Passing? Yeah. He, I think he, he could do some serious yeah. stuff. I don't know. I he do he's got talent. That's he's got sure. him. All right, and rounding out the number one domestic on the list, uh, debuting at number one, is uh, DreamWorks Animation's movie uh, distributed by 20th Century Fox, Home. <sighs> this movie took surprised $54 million. Yeah. Talk about that, because the, the commercials annoyed the crap out of <laughs> yeah. me. I mean, waving my arms in the air well, like I do not just care or whatever. Uh, you got Jim Parsons, uh, Rihanna's doing the lead. <laughs> they, had, they had three great chick voiceovers. Mm-hmm. Rihanna, J-Lo, and Jim Parsons. I mean, they did really well for each other. <laughs> they did really well. They did. It was, a, it was a winning um, combination. But this movie, uh, I got it up here on Rotten Tomatoes. The uh, yeah. approval rating right now is 47%. Mm. Audience score, 69%. But even then, for an audience that's relatively, I'll say, low, low for yeah. making $54 million, is it because we're seeing family-friendly movies are kind of winning the day? I'm looking at some of the successful ones. Big Hero 6 opened with $56 million. A, uh, what is it? You know, that movie got Oscar attention. Yeah. Uh, then you got SpongeBob movie, $55 million. Mm-hmm. Kung Fu Panda in the past, $60 million. Monsters vs. Aliens, $59.3 million. The minorities, uh, the black and Latinos came out and seen this. <sighs> They really did. For what reason? Because they're in No, they're, they're seeing these movies bit? now. They're, they're pushing these things over. It's, uh, look at it. I think it was like 50%, uh, whatever yeah. it was called. Oh, that's the alert. I, I just got a thought. That's yeah, the yeah, that's, yeah, that's the alert that's in your pants. My bad. <laughs> Zip it back up. Um, uh, so, like, the movie's about an alien who crash lands, meets a little right. girl, and is trying to get home. It's kind of like E.T., but, you know, it's like the reverse E.T. version. Yeah. Yeah. It's E.T. <laughs> it is ET. Yeah, yeah, it's basically ET. Um, I mean, I the thing that surprised me, and I think we were talking this before the show, is I saw almost no advertising for this movie. Yeah, I, it was out there, but yeah. But I mean, again, we're not watching Nickelodeon stuff. But yeah, it's on like little apps, like you know, Angry Bird apps and all these other things. <laughs> it's, Super apps, yeah, yeah, it's a good way. To do I just it. wouldn't let my kids see any movie like this ever. If they wanted to say, like, hey, let's go see home, they're like, no, no, well, I'll pop in, like, Scooby-Doo well, Mysteries starring Don Knotts. And yeah, let me, watch that. let me ask oh, you that. Cool. Of, of the kids you know you have in America, <laughs> you're yeah. saying you wouldn't... I don't have any in America. <laughs> All outside that, of Well, that's why I said specific to America. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, you wouldn't uh, just pile the kids in the van and take it? Don't you think that's no. why these are these movies are doing so well right now, despite yeah. what critics or, or fan scores might think? I would take my kid to the park and throw a baseball around, you know. I would do that, too. Things like well, that. Well, I was mentioning earlier, like, Cinderella is a the demographic for the kids. It's little girls. Not a lot of little boys are running around saying, "Oh, take me to see Cinderella." This was something the parents could take both kids to. So I so, think. Well, you're being wait, you're being a little sexist there no, by saying the boys bit. don't want to go see Cinderella. Do, you, do you, any of you guys, as a kid, want to run go see Cinderella? My cousin, but he's questionable. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. A live I, action one. You throw in listen. some swords. It's got Richard Madden from Game of Thrones, Rob Stark. Yeah, I, I might the kids be like, are real familiar with Game of Thrones. But if we bring the dads there, the moms <laughs> there. You know? That's true. I guess. I mean, I'm just, you know, as a kid myself, I mean, yeah, I watched it as a little kid probably on a Disney VHS. But when I was like 8, 12 years old, I'm not seeing a trailer for Cinderella. I'm like, I gotta go see this movie. I, 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 I'm I gonna stay to, home and watch Ninja Turtles. When people call me crazy, I refuse to watch animation movies. So we do have a fan award to award from the domestic, right? Want to yeah, get to yeah. that now? One of our, uh, somebody, uh, Thomas, first of all, none of us got five for five. No, we did not. <laughs> Sarah <laughs> actually won uh, with her prediction on uh, Get Hard. Yeah. That's what we predicted because we thought that was going to be number one, but obviously it yeah. wasn't. It was a weird tell off. So, uh, we got a couple. Want to do both now? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Let's start well, for Thomas Zelenka won the award for guessing Get Hard's opening uh, numbers. Great he uh, put in 34. Point one six million. It came in at uh, thirty five point six, thirty four point six. That's very close. Mm-hmm. Off by five hundred thousand dollars there. That's actually not bad. Thomas Lincoln. What does he win? <laughs> he wins me not pronouncing his name. No, uh, I, I think that. he'd want to. I think he'd want to pronounce you, you know to pronounce what? the name. I think that'd be the prize he wants. You try pronouncing that. I got it'll, Thomas, be, it'll become Thomas's ringtone. Thomas Zelenka. That's actually Tomas. Zelenkis. Because there's no H. Zelenka. Oh, it yeah. might Zelenka? be. Zelenka? Yeah, Is that right? Zelenka? Tomas. Yeah, maybe it's Tomas Zelenka. Let's, uh, I'm just taking you know, off your I list. A, I got a, a, a Joyful Noise on Blu-ray for him. Joyful Noise on Blu-ray. Because he, he didn't win on a call-in. He won on the you know the, he won uh, the numbers on yeah. the site. So, so there you go. So uh, he gets a Joyful Noise Blu-ray. Mr. Zelenka right into the Facebook collection. page. 
Yeah, yeah. or Twitter. Or hit us up Twitter, on Twitter. Hit, them, hit the guys up on Twitter. Of course, you can follow the show on Twitter at SK Schmoes Bob um, and uh, on the Facebook uh, page as well. Uh, and then our winner for the 5 for 5 Fans Choice Box Office Award is Dylan Esposito. Nice. Yeah. A loyal listener to the show. Oh, yeah. Big fan. Big fan. He hit 5 for 5. Good job, That's Dylan. What does he win too. for that one? That's impressive. A night of drinking with with Tom? It's a possibility. Uh, <laughs> I think I might have an extra, another extra Joyful Noise DVD. <laughs> They just give these things away. Well, I have a, I have about seventy of them. Okay, what movie was this again? Drove with Looks. It, it sounds Queen very Latifah, familiar. Queen Latifah, Dolly Parton. Oh, well then, jeez. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Dolly look, Parton, Queen Latifah. If it does anything, I mean, there's I see a lot of people in Schmoville posting these uh, pictures with all these Blu-ray, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, things like a zillion of them. Just add another one to collection. Uh, whatever. Dylan, give it to your girlfriend for her birthday or said holiday. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not bad. Actually, it's not that bad. The girls like. I mean, Dolly Parton's hot still. You know. Mm. Hey, I've I've been to Dolly World. Have I enjoyed really? my time there. Yep, absolutely. Just outside uh, between Knoxville, and Nashville, Tennessee. Absolutely. She was, she was in Rhinestone. She was absolutely. Pretty good in Rhinestone. Uh, Dylan has uh, on the chat board has has proclaimed woohoo. He is happy for winning uh, that oh. movie. Well, uh, Chris Osterman got his stuff today. He got his uh, Peterman catalog and he got his uh, Prisoners DVD. So Dylan's really happy about that Blu-ray. Tell him I'm going to send him Barbershop too, just as a consolation prize. Wow. There you Another go. Queen Latifah. Then we just have one classic. more. How many, how many Queen Latifah thing. movies do you guys have? <laughs> I got a ton of them. I Is got, that uh, Fallon Taxi got, movie in your collection, yeah, too, that to give away? Bringing Down the House with Steve Martin <laughs> and uh, Juice, where she played uh, the DJ. Oh, um, she in Juice? Yeah, she's, I uh, haven't seen a long she's time. in the beginning. Uh, uh, before, so, yeah, one more thing before yeah. I put the box office. No, Gunman. go for it. Gunman. Oh, Gunman with our man I Sean mean, Penn. It's, 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 in, it's starting to do Mordecai, Mordecai stuff. Is that Mordecai level? Yeah. I mean, <sighs> why do you think? Because here's the thing: I'm a huge Sean Penn fan. I still haven't seen this movie because I've heard so many horrible things. But I mean, the trailers. When I'm hearing the trailers, just like such a badass Taken type movie. Yeah. From mm-hmm. everyone I know, seen it, it's not that. It's like a little bit of action and just like him talking about a but girl I, and the relationship or something. And it might be, but I, and so that that would affect the word of mouth. But before you even get into the theaters, what you just described might be contributing as well as one of those badass Taken type of movies. Mm-hmm. How many of those does Liam Neeson do a weekend? Yes. I it's, know, but this it's is getting, Sean Penn. I know, I but told no. you what happened. My theory was, I don't know if you heard yeah, it. Yeah, go it for it. Re- such re- a badass on the streets that it doesn't, it doesn't, you know, uh, go over to the movies. He's because yeah. he's, he's such a badass. Yeah. So it, when he tries to play one in the movies, he can't do it. That's why he has to play like, uh, you know, the Mystic River guy or Milk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's such a badass. He can't play a badass because he doesn't know how uh, to. Yeah, it yeah. might be. Uh, and what was it, Gangland? Which could have been a very serious, uh, f- good LA confidential You're talking about Gangster still. Squad. Gangster Squad. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. Gangster Squad. Yeah, he's doing the hey, let me shoot you here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I love that he did that. Like he's like, what does he say? Right well, he held his gun like Jim, Jimmy Cagney, the yeah. thirty-eight special. Like, yeah. Oh, he goes here comes Santa Claus, and he comes out with a Tommy gun and he just starts shooting yeah. everybody. I listen. I kind of like that. I love. And it. he was a boxer in that movie, and he was beating the crap at people. Well, the reason why I brought it up because I was in a bar this weekend and. uh <laughs> And it's some girl, and I'm like, hey, what's up? You know, she's like, hey, I'm here with my brother or whatever. I'm like, oh, yeah, no, whatever. And she introduced him as Mordecai. I turned around and left the bar. Yeah. Yeah. Like most of America. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just turned around. And Before we move on to international numbers, do you want to introduce your special guest here yeah, today? Yeah, guys. Uh, I got a special guest coming in this week. Uh, my primo, my cousin, Mr. Chris Remillard, um, flown in from the East Coast to visit me in L.A. He's seen a little bit of the nice. L.A. life. He's been here before. He's actually went to Ecuador with me a couple times and wow. he's been there since. Wow. Yeah. Chris. Uh, how many fights have you and JT gotten into in Ecuador? Like, were you two how many fights had to defend you? yourself from thirty-five people and a broken with a broken beer glass or something like that? You know, no one sees the bottom of us when we're out there. I can yeah. see that. <laughs> yeah, and this guy. I, I mean, this guy. It's, it's like having well, a gun in your back pocket. Well, little known fact is uh, the Undertaker's his dad. <laughs> the real one, the first yeah. one. Oh, the first one. The first Undertaker. First yeah. Undertaker. Oh wow. Yeah. Um, and Bruno tra- San Martino is JTE's dad. <laughs> I don't even know who that is, and I'm going to look it up as soon as it's over. Um, but yeah, my cousin, uh, you know, he grew up with this guy watching movies. He's mm-hmm. a big horror fan. Um, yeah. I definitely got a little more to the movie geeky side of this. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't really keep up on the movie geekiness, but the, he, he got movies almost as much as I do. I just watch movies and watch them. Yeah, he's just... He's the, well, that's impossible go. for another human being to go see movies as much as you do. <laughs> I mean, he, yeah. does, he sees a lot, but he does definitely goes towards the horror films. Right, what was the last great horror film you saw? Because I took him to see It Follows this okay. weekend because I knew he would like it. What would you say, Chris, is the last great horror film you saw in the theater? Besides, besides, besides it, follows? it Follows. I'm I curious. I can tell you, it's, 
been a while. Friday the Thirteenth Part Four. Chris, let me ask you this about <laughs> It Follows. Did Did you think it needed nudity? Actually, they were wrong. There yeah. was bags in it. Really? There was nudity in the oh, movie. Oh, the ghost. The ghost. There was a couple. There, How but did you forget about that? Here's the problem. It was, and he saw it twice. And it was ghost. It was like ghost nudity, and they were dead. But they weren't ghosts. They're still like people. Hey. Yeah. Ghost nudity. They were I forgot about bags that. It wasn't like a see-through thing. Put it this way. Bags. The bags I wanted to see weren't the bags I saw. <laughs> okay. You guys are horrible. <laughs> Some of them say. ghosts weren't that bad. I am not yeah. bringing you to my tea cotillions. <laughs> All right, let's move on to international box office yes, numbers. Uh, Cinderella led the, led the international box office this weekend with an estimated $38.7 million, probably because in other countries, boys want to see Cinderella, too. Um, <laughs> Cinderella, Thailand, has, Thailand. Cinderella has <laughs> earned $186.2 million overseas. Mm-hmm. We can never forget about these international numbers. That's where they make all their money now. And it still has Japan on the way. Yep. Uh, coming up uh, next in 63 markets, home added 23.4 million this weekend in the international. Opened very good, 3 million in Mexico, but sh- fell short of 1 million in Germany and Italy. Uh, what do you guys think about that? I mean, look, DreamWorks needed a hit, and uh, they got it. Do you think um, the. Me- I don't want to say that. <laughs> is it going mean, to make How You Train Your Dragon money? No. I think it'll slow down a little bit. I mean, because something's coming out this week that's going to knock people's doors off. Why do you think home did so well in Mexico? Um. I don't know, maybe because uh, they, they want more homes over there. I'm not sure. Like maybe they don't really have a home. and Nobody really has a home, so they're like, yeah, let's go see home. I don't know. Could That's be. a good theory. I mean, it could be. It could be. It's maybe a version. They got, they got confused. They thought they would do, they would get a home. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> they give it a home? Yeah, they're like, oh, let's get some straw and stuff. They're making it out of clay. <laughs> I mean, you're the one who lived in Ecuador, so know. you know, the, you know me, the state of the international markets better than I do. I see some homes out there built of sticks and mud. So yeah, it's Gilligan's could... Island out there. <laughs> the Moving on, Divergent, uh, the, the Divergent series Insurgent added almost $30 million, uh over there. Uh, the major new market was South Korea, where it opened big over there. So uh, hmm. it has now uh, earned $93.7 million in the uh, box office and is set to uh, reach Spain this weekend. So it's going to cross $100 million in the international, uh, which, again, kind of a success. They do well. I mean, the budgets ain't really too super inflated. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's not Hunger Games budgets. Hunger Games go like $200 million. They do this for yeah. like eighty. Right, it's not a bad deal. Also, Jennifer Lawrence is carrying that franchise a lot. She carries everything. I mean, Shanley Woodley is not the same level as Jennifer Lawrence. Not I at think all. she's a great actress. I what? love the independent stuff she does. But yeah, she's got a lot of like these vegan thought processes. Oh, she's very hippie. On. Yeah, she's very hippie. But she, she doesn't take showers and stuff. Yeah, she, but like, she doesn't wear like, a bra half the time either. Are those facts? Yeah, those are called hard facts. I'm looking those up on uh, IMDb, and it does not yeah. list uh, half of those there. But those maybe are, it's true. Uh, those are on the underground website. I look at <laughs> TomDagnino.com. <laughs> so um, that's the international roundup. Close up the international. What do you yeah. think about that? What do you think about that? You wanted to move past that kind of quickly. It was no, an interesting was weekend. Like huh? I said Get Hard did okay. No, you know, where did it open? Did kind of weak. Uh, looks like uh, it opened in the oh, UK. Yeah, 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 yeah. In Australia. South Africa. I mean, so uh, from there we're going to move on. Oh yes, international game. The international uh, game. Break out the Rosetta Stone because it's time for the international title game. We should have like a little uh, caption of uh, your cousin like is that, slamming. Like, is that you screaming in a bar fight in Ecuador? It sounds like it. <laughs> the last one's a Japanese guy from a random video I found on YouTube. Yeah, it's gung ho. And the first one I'm going to remind everybody is Rocky Four. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. correct. And, and, the, and second, Castro. And, and the second one's Fidel Castro. Who's you're a big fan of? Oh yeah, yeah, oh, big time. <laughs> well, he's a fan. Uh, well, Sean Penn's, Sean Penn's a fan of him too. I well, Gerard Depardieu, uh, Castro—that's his favorite actor. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, he said that. He likes yeah. Green Card. Yeah, Andy <laughs> McDowell. They drink Great wine. Movie. They drink wine and watch The Jerk. <laughs> Take us to the international game, man. Let's play right. it. So, explain well, it for people. My cousin, I don't think he's played his game for. So you're going right? to be in on it too. So yeah. we're going to have four people on it today. Yeah, let's do it. Basically, I give titles uh, that are bizarre. Mainly from China, and you have to guess the fake one. <laughs> have you ever heard this game before? No. It's sick. All right. All right. Go for it. Okay, so basically China, where they do everything, they're just flat out the best. <laughs> flat out. Okay. <laughs> they are the best. China. Easy Money. The oh. Rodney Dangerfield. Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci classic. Love it. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
which coincidentally, the jerk, the seventy nine movie with uh, Steve Martin, yeah, was supposed to be named Easy Money, but this came out. Okay, oh, interesting. So, just a little fact. Okay, ding dong. <laughs> anyway, fun fact. China, Easy Money, Wonderful Husband, rushed to the money. Okay. Wonderful Husband rushed to the money. I could see that. Okay, that's not too bad. China. Yeah, here we go. Colors. The Sean Penn classic. gang war classic where he did get Robert the Duvall, yeah. Yes, where he got the free pass for life yep. in the hood <laughs> yeah. for trolling an extra down and, like, throwing him in a sewer. Okay. <laughs> Called Color Rattlesnake. Wow, that's a weird Color one. Color Rattlesnake. Okay, I'm writing these down. That's a yes. weird one. Sharknado. Oh, Sharknado. Run, run. It's Tara Reed, and she's looking to have sex with you. <laughs> that is not no, 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 no. Run, run. <laughs> Flying shark. Oh, you know, I believe that one, because a lot of movies in China are called Run, Run. Yes. Okay. China. Of course. Of course. Euro Trip. Oh, that's a funny movie. American Twinkies Visit Foreign Land. Hmm. Okay, I'll so run, run them down again. Run, run them down, down again. Yeah, go down one more time so I make my choice. China, easy money. Wonderful husband rushed to the money. China, colors, the Sean Penn classic. Color, rattlesnake. China, shnark, sharknado. Run, run, flying shark. Okay. Euro trip. The, I don't know who was in that. Fucking Meyer had Nobody's famous. Matt Damon had a cameo. American Twinkies visit foreign land. American Twinkies. Why would they call them Twinkies is what I'm stuck on. All right. Chris? Chris, which one do you think was fake? I'm going to have to go with Twinkie one. Twinkie. Twinkie one? That just don't sound right. Okay. Chris votes for Twinkies. Jupiter. Jupiter. Okay. I'm not even sure if they have Sharknado in China. (laughs) So I've got to go with the Sharknado answer. That's Um, That's some good reasoning. I like that. Yes. I am gonna join Jupiter Josh Matt because Sharknado is like a del- delicacy over there. They eat it. I don't think they'd be afraid. It's like open buffet. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm gonna go with. Uh, um, I'm gonna go with. Um, I'm gonna go with American Twinkies. Oh, Jupiter. wow! All right. All right. So let's hear it. who won. Me and Jupiter yeah. or my cousin and Ken. It's your cousin and Ken. That's ah, right. See that. We're going to get drunk at a good, bar in Ecuador. Or Chili's. Yeah, they can't name them Twinkies. Oh, I was trying to... Why so Twinkies it, was referred to their white... Well, <laughs> it, just, it would be an international incident. Yes. I, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's a tough one. for all the Twinkies mm. around here. Damn it. I, I thought... I believed the run-run part. I didn't believe the flying shark for some reason. I just thought it was it was, flying shark. I thought it was two on the nose. They don't actually fly. Well, you know, the other one was run-run Cloudzilla. So they just put run run when something's in the air that's not supposed to be there. They should like remake it and call it Tiger NATO because tigers are all over. Like, I like how the titles are very informative. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, oh yeah, they, they serve a purpose. For. Yeah, there's, they're not sugarcoating those, anything. Uh, those all China ones are tough. Right, <laughs> zero sugarcoating. Yeah, totally, exactly. totally. All right, so from there uh, we're going to move on into a fun little segment I like to do uh, where we do uh, with Tom. He takes a look at the top five grossing movies based on a yep. subject. So with home. Uh, taking the uh, top spot this week, we're doing yep. one that is on the top five grossing alien movies. Yep. Mm-hmm. This category could be wide open um, in terms of what actually con- constitutes an alien movie. True. But uh, I was thinking about whether it's going to be a friendly alien, mm-hmm. like an ET. Oh, not illegal aliens, like yeah, extraterrestrials. No. Gotcha. Yeah, that's yeah. No, we're not talking like old country <laughs> for old men here. <laughs> okay. Um, it's it's you know, but you got movies like the Marvel Avengers is up there. That's an alien movie, technically. Technically, yeah. you got all the Transformer movies. Which I I, guess, I, yeah. I, I want to talk about more like the Independence Day, like real aliens, aliens coming to Earth. And yes, correct. Not, not like yes, Transformers of, dress up as cars. One hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, look, you, you know, you got we got the top ten here. I mean, something like Signs. Yeah, which I hated that movie because of the ending. Well, yeah. Well, true. But it's decent. I mean, look, that's the kind of movies we're talking about here. What part. did it pull in? Uh, $227 million. Well, do you want to run down the list yeah. here? Yeah, yeah, we can do that. Yeah, go Well, ahead. I mean, one's Avengers, obviously. It's $600 mm-hmm. zillion. Dollars. <laughs> yeah. Then you got Transformers and Transformers and Transformers. <laughs> but then you go to Independence Day at 300 which was oh, great. Oh, nice. You know, the crazy Still holding part, strong. It is. Yeah. The crazy part about that was um, the director, Roland Emmerich, you know, Ray, uh, what's his name, uh, Robert Loggia, wouldn't come out of his trailer one day. I didn't know what the problem was. So uh, 
that he, apparently he found out a, a producer, some guy named Devlin something, um, oh, yeah. told Devlin. Robert Loggia, he's like, you know, to, to really like prepare for your role, you should watch the movie Airplane. And he's like, I never heard of that. Okay, I'll go watch it. So he watched the movie Airplane. He's like, what am I, a spoof movie here? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Why is this guy telling me to do this? He meant to say airport. Oh, <laughs> airport, yep. So Logia was like, I can't believe I signed on for a, a spoof movie. They're like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And I think I got some big stuff going on. But then Logia came out and, you know, they came out. The, Mr. President, I stand <laughs> by your side. Yeah, the airplane was a spoof of airport. Yeah, correct. So, no, so in a way. In a way. He, he got that. He got and part then, of it. Yeah, and Robert Logia, he was, uh, you know, then he went on to do uh, Big. No, oh, he did big before that. that. Way before. Yeah, way before. Yeah, way before here. All right, coming in number six, Man <laughs> of Steel. Yes. Uh, Technically an alien movie. That's, yeah, see, it's tough. Like, you forget some of these guys are aliens. Like, yeah. Superman, do I think alien movie? No. Maybe the last one a little bit just because of Zod and how sure. he comes down, but... Yeah. But they're like sci-fi aliens. Yeah. It's, kind of, it's a comic yeah, guess, movie. I guess so. Cowboys and Aliens ain't on the list. I'll tell you why, because it's a horrible movie, but <laughs> I don't think of it, you know, it's a comic movie. You say that pretty confidently. It's, it's not very good. And then you got a real good one. I, I still love this movie, uh, Men in Black. Love the first one. Yeah, yeah. it's great. Yeah. 250 million. You know, Clint Eastwood was supposed to play uh, Tommy Lee Jones' mm-hmm. role. I could totally see that. But uh, he was like, no, I'm doing another movie. Uh, I will say two and three were horrible. Yeah, yeah, they didn't hit. Made. They didn't hit. Not good. Vincent D'Onofrio. Uh, Does he in there? Yeah, he was the guy. Sugar. Which one? He was the, oh, the first one. Yeah, he was the yeah. crazy looking dude. Okay. He uh, prepared for his role by watching a lot of bug documentaries on the yeah. uh, National Geographic channel. I'm here to pick up a French cot. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Pretty good. That was it. That's actually really good. <laughs> you know, and then like I said, you know, I wanted to do. Uh, I mean, we should have ET on here, but. It's, 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 it's not. not because it's but not. But Transformers Age of Extinction is. That's uh, correct. It's number eight. You know, Tyrese uh, actually paid to be in the movie. No They didn't way. pay him. Why? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. He gave the, like, gave the one of the producers like $100,000. He really liked Bumblebee. I guess yeah. so. But that probably got him his roles in Fast and Furious. Who knows? True. You know, either way. All right. So next we have War of the Worlds. The Spielberg uh, version. Yeah, the Spielberg version, the remake with Tom Cruise. Um, this is one of those movies I was really excited for when it was about to come out. And then I went to theaters. Oh, it was I terrible. I felt a little disappointed. I wouldn't go terrible because some of the set pieces, like the bridge scene with the ferry, is really well done. But I didn't right. like the way it ended. And I didn't really buy a relationship with Tom Cruise and his kids, which is kind of the movie kind of rust on. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, although I do love the part with Tim Robbins where he's like in the basement and Tim I- Robbins loses his shit. Here's the thing. I secretly love that movie. Oh, do you really? I really oh, wow. do. I just, I, I can see slow. why. I didn't see anything. I can see why, and I can <laughs> yeah. see why. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't see it in the theater. Watched it once and went, eh, that wasn't that good. And really? then it was one of those things HBO showed it like every Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. So I'd have it on in the background by the 30th viewing. I'm like, ah, oh, it's my favorite part. Yeah, when wow. he and Tim okay. Robbins go out. Yeah, there's something about it I like. I mean, I love Tom Cruise in every movie, but I just didn't know it was, this wasn't his movie. He was playing a Red Sox fan. Yeah, no, he was a Yankee fan. He was a Yankee fan. Maybe that's why I liked it. Yeah, Yankee (laughs) fan saved the day. Maybe. And I just, I, I, Tom Cruise is one of my favorite actors, but you yeah. know, there's a scene where he's like working the crane and he's supposed to be like this shipyard guy. I just yeah, I can't buy him as like this everyday New Jersey guy. Yeah. I just see, you know, Ethan Hunt from Mission Impossible. It mm-hmm. should have been more like, hey, uh, the aliens yeah. are coming here. And nothing happened until like the last 10 minutes in the movie. That's not true. Just damn close to it. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Next on the list, Next on the list is uh, Signs, like you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, this was the movie where uh, I loved. Six Sense. I loved Unbreakable. This is the movie where I was like, and I, I'm a huge Mel Gibson fan. This so, is where, um, yes, this is where he started falling off. Yeah, and I night. don't. And this was before all his trouble in the press and everything. Right. But the end of this movie is just so like. I mean, I don't want to ruin it for everybody, but if you haven't seen it, uh, it just kind of undercuts the whole movie when you find out what exactly the weakness. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's actually a little bit of a callback to War of the Worlds. Yeah. We could spoil it. Was it water or something? Yeah, it's water. Everyone knows that. But I left the theater. I was like, a couple, a gang of kids with super soakers could take these dudes out. <laughs> Good, let's form a team. <laughs> let's form a team. Let's form a brute squad. I mean, you, the aliens are going to attack a planet that's seventy percent water that is in the air. I mean, if it rained, it's just like raining. Well, that's, acid just, that's bad them. research on their. Uh, yeah, their, yeah. No, bad research. The, the smartest people in the world. Yeah, yeah. we assume that they're going to be super intelligent beings. 
She might just be recklessly going through the galaxy like Tom at a bar (laughs) looking for a safe port. If they have the technology to fly across universes, they think they would have the technology, you know, maybe 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 all the money got put into the research and development of that ship and not to uh, analyze the land that's conquering. And, you know, you think something, a being that could fly across the universe might have clothes. Usually, usually, usually (laughs) the toughest toughest thing to solve is the easiest, is the easiest solution, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what happens there. I mean, Tyler Myers writes, maybe they didn't know it was water. Again, going back to my theory that the research was bad. On space is They didn't water. have all these sheets in Intel. Yeah, it's true. They needed Rob Stark and his map <laughs> Yeah, from Cinderella. Go. Well, I think Rounding science, out the list. I think science is like 70% good movie and the last 30% just closes. Much it like was intriguing for a little while. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Much like 70% water on the land, which is a fact yes, from you. I want you. I want someone to check that. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's 95% water. It's, the world is that. The Earth is not 9% water. It's, it's 73, like 72% no, water. 95%. Hey, at least he called no, that's it. the human body. The human body is like. At least he called it Earth <laughs> and not like the Earth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rounding that's out true. this list for Tom uh, that you presented is Monsters versus mm. Aliens. Animated. No, animated movie. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a 3D movie. I remember when 3D really started coming. And they, I remember DreamWorks really pushing like this new 3D movie. And it's supposed to be a throwback to like the 1950s. There's the 50 foot woman. Yeah, and uh, Seth Rogen was like the blob or something. I saw it once in theaters. It was okay. Yeah, <laughs> I watch animated films. Obviously, <laughs> I'll, right. I'll reiterate that. All right. <laughs> Reiterated. There you go. So top, the top five grossing alien movies, and we listed off 11, but there was four yeah. Transformers, so it counts. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm glad Independence Day is on the list, and it shows that the mm. sequel some oh, 20 years right. later might have some legs yeah. to stand Jeff, on. Yeah. Jeff Goldblum signed on to it, and uh, Liam Hemsworth. And uh, Vivica Fox. That's, that's still right. She's returning. And, and the same uh, dog. The Randy, dog Quaid is, uh, <laughs> it's, dog. Randy Quaid is currently in a hotel room in Canada uh, <laughs> running from the government. Yes, wearing uh, white Gucci shoes yeah. from the set yeah. of Christmas Vacation. That's the one, like, I rewatched that movie maybe, like, a month ago. Christmas Vacation? No, uh, Independence Day. Yeah. And it holds up. It does hold up well, but that last scene where Randy Quaid is just flying up in that old duster, and he's like, here I am, Wait, you don't believe that? I believe, it, it comes off a little cheesy. By um, the way, um, a lot of people, a lot of people are, are saying that JT... Yeah. Is the one who's right about the water, Tom. Thank you. And maybe he is. Yeah, Chris Osterman and Liam Logrand say 72, 71%. JT paid attention in some kind of class, or he secretly works for the aliens. <laughs> 40, well, I think it's like 40% of a woman's derriere where the fat is in the derriere. That, yeah. I'm sure, is probably a fact. <laughs> we can, you don't have to we can research that on another video. 50%. 70% in some uh, races. Yeah. So we come around the corner of the bend on the show here. We talk about upcoming films and give predictions. I'll yeah. be predicting for Sarah, and I'd like to apologize to Sarah now uh, for my <laughs> predictions. But let's get to it. Upcoming films. What do we got coming out this well, big Easter holiday weekend? There's really one movie that's gonna, that we really need to be talking about. Yes, it's Effie, Gray. <laughs> Effie yeah. Gray. The Woman Panic. in Gold. The Woman in Gold. It is uh, Furious 7. Uh, this thing's gonna make. I'm hearing some reports it's gonna make anywhere up to 150 million this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, like crazy numbers. And I mean, the last two movies were huge too. I think they're they're close uh, to, this is, to 100, this 110 top, million. This will be top five grossing movie of the year. Yeah, even mm-hmm. with Star Wars and Avengers. And they're doing this thing that Lost Two are doing now. They're like a Captain America. This was the Captain America slot last year. It's the one month before the real big summer season starts. You get you're the first out the door, and right. everyone's everyone I know wants a big budget action movie. We've all sat through the Oscar season. We've gone through the January February garbage months. The junk pile season. Yeah, we, yeah, we're ready for a good entertaining movie. So I think people are going to flock, and. You know, I, this will rule the box office until Avengers comes out. And mm-hmm. the Paul Walker factor, you know, when somebody like Heath Ledger died during Dark Knight, yeah. uh, Bran Lee died during The Crow, whenever something kind of has like this last film that they made, mm-hmm. it really, I really, whatever it's called. Yeah, it really does add to the box office, I believe. Okay. Yeah, but this movie doesn't even need that. I mean, this, like I said, the only reason why I don't want to see this is because Iggy Azalea is in it, and I hate Iggy Azalea. What have you got against Iggy? Yeah, what's. I just, I think she's a fraud. I think she is. Uh, <laughs> The made-up pop star. Pop doesn't rock write, star? Yeah, it doesn't write her own stuff. Artist by committee kind of deal? Yeah, I think she's just a joke. Mm. I don't know what the <laughs> well. Nick the Lakers is doing. she got a great body, but who cares? Mm. Okay. I don't know her well enough, or her she music. She looks like the white chick. I mean, Syntax, I, I just like know her... Yeah, I just know her as the white chick with the big booty because she did a video with J Lo where they're just rubbing asses the whole time. And I was like, yeah, I just can't believe it. What do you guys do on the weekend when you're not broadcasting? <laughs> I mean, I just I, I observe a lot. 
I just sit on my porch and watch people walk by. I don't know if I want to be in your room, JT, on the weekend, sleeping on a pile of Blu-rays, watching (laughs) butt videos with Iggy the Zayla and J-Lo. Good luck to you, Chris. I hope your journey home is safe. That sounds like a good weekend to me. I'm not going to lie. I love on JT's notes, by the way. He had some notes on the upcoming films, Women in Gold. He he lists the cast, Helen Mirren, Ryan Wendell, Effie Gray, the cast, uh, Emma Thompson, Dakota Fenton, Cut Bank, Liam Neeson, Billy Bob Thornton. Fast and Furious 7, he just writes everyone. Everyone, because he's yeah. not in this movie. I have a part in this movie. You guys didn't know that. <laughs> I'm literally at a car wash just watching one of the cars. Yeah, Everyone's in this damn movie. This movie's going to make a ton of money. I just don't... Uh, it almost looks like comical now. Well, that's the thing. Like Alicia Malone's seen it yeah. uh, from the Schmoes crew. And some of the other people I've talked to have seen it. It's like, you know... I love five. I thought it was a great, like, Ocean's Eleven version of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, six, there's a scene where Vin Diesel literally jumps off his car, yeah. grabs Michelle Rodriguez, and then flies on another car. Yeah, this one. Uh, the uh, odds of him catching her and jumping off that car are unbelievable. I was like, okay, we literally are getting to comic book territory. Well, yeah. And I'm hearing this one is taking it to the next level. Yeah, I, heard, I mean, here in the, in the middle of it, uh, they attached Vin Diesel to a rocket ship. <laughs> And then he just falls and lands in a Taco Bell. If if he literally if his car blows up and he comes out as like the T one thousand, I wouldn't be shocked. And he's big at this point. <laughs> and he's basically Anything. a cyborg. I just hope they don't like uh, CGI like Paul Walker's head like they did. Uh, well, no, the I hear they've got some CGI work in it. Yeah, they used his brothers, which apparently he looks very much alike. Similar, okay. And they did use, I guess, Weta, who's one yeah. of the best. Peter Jackson's company. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, helped with some CGI, which you know, this happened a long time ago with Brandon Lee, mm-hmm. and I watched that movie now, and I can't tell where they did the work. Are you sure you're watching that movie and not staring at more JLo videos? Or? <laughs> I, I I do watch uh, Big Trouble in Little Tokyo with him because Tia yeah. Carrera has a new team. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I know my new team. <laughs> you're like the walking Mr. Skin. Yeah, I, it's all Skin. it's all here. Boom. <laughs> Uh, but, yeah, so I think it's going to make... And listen, I agree with you. If Paul Walker was still alive, it still would have made a crap load. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. if it was going to make 130, it's going to make an extra $10 million or more. Just yeah, not a big bump, but not enough. a big bump. It's yeah, a sure. big bump. Gonna do, people are going to make, a, make this. So, obviously, it's, gonna it's not it's not going to compete with Women in, in Gold. <laughs> yeah, That'd be great. Cut Bank. Or those movies aren't going to compete with them, I should say. These no. other movies are very limited release. Sure. Um, they're, they're they're exactly what you should do if you're going to release a movie yeah. like this. They're counter-programming. Yeah. Uh, Women in Gold, Helen Mirren is going to get the older audience in there yes. with Katie Holmes, Effie Great, Emma Thompson, Dakota Fanning. I mean, these are basically the mm-hmm. opposite of the people that are going to go see Fast Furious. Yeah, Helen Marin plays a uh, octogenarian. Octogenarian. Yeah, you're gonna have to school me on that. What it's is that? It's when uh, women from 80 to 89 like troll dating websites and catfish people. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. House, <laughs> explain that a little more, please. Yeah, that's what they do. Instead, so, of, like, instead of tender, it's tender. Yeah, they're yeah. like sexually active. 80, so wait, 89 year olds. Are their profiles as younger girls, and then you meet them and they're older? Yeah, like 40 year old women and stuff. Also, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. it's not like a 20 year old, it's like a 40 year old. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm just going to let this one happen. Helen yeah. Mirren, by the way, I'm going to let you find out for yourself, Josh. Did, Helen Mirren had that bikini bit come out a couple years ago, and she looked amazing I've, for like a 60 something year old or whatever she was. Yeah, I know. I know. She's better than some 20-year-olds right now. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, it's not a bad thing if she... Uh, yeah, look, up, look, look up Octogenarian. Yeah, everyone listening, look it up. and uh, Just don't press image on that yeah. Google search. <laughs> yes. um, but a woman in gold, it's about a lady who's like World War II uh, happens and Nazis like steal a painting from her yeah. and then the German government takes it and she's trying to get it. I mean, the movie looks interesting and actually the schmoes who've seen the movie it really yeah. said it was a really good movie, which... I can't see myself running out to see this, but you know, maybe Netflix one day and I'm bored. Mm-hmm. I might check it out. I have zero chance of seeing this. I love movie. Ryan Reynolds. The he first looks thing like I know, geek is, in it. yeah, that's what I'm saying. I saw the trailer. She's like, he, when he wants to be more serious, he puts glasses on. Yeah, he's putting up sure. a lot. Of, he's putting a lot of stinkers lately, though. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And then Effie Gray, uh, Emma Thompson, Dakota Fanning. I've never heard of this movie, but I saw a trailer for it a week ago at uh, District. When I saw It Falls the first time, they yeah. had a trailer, and I was like, okay. Like, eh, whatever. Emma, whatever. Emma, Emma Thompson wrote it, and or whatever her name is. Yeah, it's yeah. Emma Thompson. That's like Sense and Sensibility. She always plays that lady with like that weird hat with that like thing over her face, like in every movie. <laughs> oh, you tell me, like, yeah, yeah, like one of those little debutante things. <laughs> yeah, okay. Nobody cares. You know, it's Nobody interesting. cares. The thing I mentioned about Dakota Fanning, the child star of like the early two thousands, War of the Worlds. Yeah, War of the Worlds, Man on Fire. I mean, she did so many big movies with like big budget directors. And she's trying to, you know, keep her career going. Obviously, it's 
that's a hard transition. Yeah, it's to a go, tough transition. Yeah. And I think it's smart for her to go for these smaller kind of independent films to try to, you know... Build up some cred. Build up some cred. Build up some cred. Yeah, acting cred, acting mm-hmm. chops. And I, I think she's uh, she's got the chops. Cut Bank. Yeah, and it's like Cut Bank, I've never heard of this movie. To this day, I still haven't heard of it. I saw it and I said... Oh, Billy Bob Thornton's going to be in a movie? With Boom. Liam Hemsworth? I mean, Liam Hemsworth is not a... The guy was in what? Was he in Hunger Games? Yeah, he's in Hunger he's Games. Hungry. He's a side he's character. Expendables. Expendables 2, which mm-hmm. he was not in very long. No. He's not a bankable name, but that's why I was like, when I saw Billy Bob Thornton, I was like, why is Billy Bob Thornton doing like these small movies that mm-hmm. no one's heard of? Well, he has to. And you're a fan of Billy Bob, right? Yeah, I'm a big fan of Billy Bob. He's, uh, he's cousins. This one's for Ken. He's cousins with, uh, guess who? Wrestlers. All right. Terry okay. and Dory Funk. Really? Yeah. Funk family, so huh? next time you guys are together, you, Terry and Dory, when yeah. you're chilling over in Tommy Nolan's or whatever, you're like, hey, we know uh, <laughs> Billy Bob Thornton. I will probably be seeing Terry Funk in two yeah. weeks at Cauliflower Alley Club. Yeah. I'll, I'll let him, I'll ask him. Yeah, I'll uh, ask him. The only thing about Billy Bob is, like, he did great in Fargo, which was a TV series that came out last year. He won the Emmy for it. Yeah. I'm hoping that will maybe kind of jumpstart his career a little bit, because when's the last time he's, he's been in a major film? He's just too weird on camera now. He, yeah. looks, he looks like an alien. You really think yeah, so? Yeah, he's got that stupid soul patch. He's he like, went a little thin. His head is like 15 times bigger than his body. Yeah. He's like all veiny in the arms. Uh, my favorite Billy Bob look is Tombstone. Oh, when he was just oh, like... He was, he was puffy, he was, he was puffy face guy. and a beard, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're going to do something? He's going to stand there and bleed? He I mean, was good in uh, Bound by Honor to uh, Blood and Blood Out. But he was also up for Forrest Gump. Was he really? Yeah, because he played uh, because you know, sling he was blade. in that Sling Blade. Yeah, yeah you know, I will say, you know, the guy did. Um, did sling Blade come out after that? <laughs> There's not many fast talking dudes who play slow dudes. Force Gump. Yeah, Sling Blade was after Forrest Gump, but he might, you know, showed he could do it. I guess. Are you sure it was? I'm, I'm not sure. I think Sling Blade was like '96. I don't know. <laughs> All uh, right, but, so but, right. You know, but at the end of the day, mm-hmm. he's he's been with Angelina Jolie, and sure. he's a winner from that from that day forward. He was a winner. He never. He always will be. Josh has small Win, goals wins in life. All, wins on every level. Yeah. But he said she was like, a, you know, he said she was not very uh, active in the bedroom. Did yeah. he really say that? Yeah. I feared she would be the opposite. He said it was like banging a couch or something like that. Uh, God, these are quotes. These <laughs> are quotes. You can look at that. You can look it up. It's I'll, 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 Should we get to the predictions? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. I'm wrangling you boys on. Let's get to the predictions. I want a t-shirt. Let's do this. Yeah. Uh, we this is where we predict the next week's uh, box office. The the order and is it, do I need a number two? I can't remember. A what? Do I need a number that they're yeah, going to take? from 1 to 5. I get that, but the, the dollar amount. Yeah, the no, first you don't one. need the dollar amount. Yeah, the first one. If first it's, one. If it's, it's a tie. Close. Yeah, okay. it might be ties because I'll, okay. I'll have had a few okay. more. Liam Logrand's The Sling Blade was 1996. All right, so yeah. uh, go ahead. Uh, Tom. Yeah, start oh, off. Start. Yeah, okay. Um, I think 5, you're going to see uh, Cinderella. Oh, wow, okay. Just because. Um, it's, you know, it's there. <laughs> 4, Insurgent. Um, I, you know, Fast and Furious is going to destroy everybody. Three, Get Hard. Two, Home, and one, Fast and Furious. I, I just think it's pretty. Uh, it's yeah, it's just thing. it's really so I, I had I had the exact same I order. Had the exact same yeah. order. That's why I said we've got to pick That's the top one. Everyone's going for it. All right, all so. right. So we all have the exact same five. I think it's pretty obvious because we didn't discuss this before the show. We all looked at the list and came up with the well, same Well, we couldn't solution. discuss it. Tom was being dropped off by the police <laughs> two minutes before we got in, and you had to take one of those little horse carriages that you had to rent from an Ecuadorian village to get here. <laughs> all right. Well. All right. So the big note. This is the big question, though. How much is Fast Furious going to make? That's the big one. Do we have this? any? Maybe call her for. Uh, oh yeah, we'll, we'll say that now. Start taking some. We'll t- get on the lines. We'll take calls in like the next minute or two. Yeah, yeah the, uh, the phone call. The number to call in is four two four two five three zero five zero four four two four two five three zero five zero four. When you call in, be ready to talk. Be ready to jump in and have something for us here in your top on box ready. office breakdown. All right, All right. so <laughs> give some numbers. All right, we'll go to our numbers and we'll take some phone calls. Yeah. Um, I am gonna go one, right at one hundred fifty. I'm gonna go right at one fifty. Okay. Actually, mm. nope. No, hold yes. on. Yeah, I'll go one fifty. Right, I'm sticking one fifty. I'm yeah. sticking one fifty. Three days. I have a feeling people are just going to go out in droves. It's the weather. Mm-hmm. Baseball starting. Going under. Chicks or? who've worked out for three and a half months are showing off their bodies now. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to say one hundred and forty-one million dollars. Oh, one forty. Damn, wow. don't cut me. Uh, I say this movie is going to take in $110 million. Wow, so you think it's going to be on the lower end. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's interesting. Try to play conservative. Okay, that's right. that one. That's fair. Hedge my bet. It's Sarah, like, Sarah might. Uh, thank you. For I'm that. playing for Sarah. 
I yeah. mean, Avengers hit 200 million its opening weekend. That's the only reason why, and this almost feels like an Avengers type movie now. It's the only reason why I'm going it's, to it's, high. It's the first big one. All right, well, let's take some phone calls. Uh, Jupiter Josh, we're good to go. All right, uh, welcome to Box Office Breakdown. New Oscar is your top five. You got a question? What's going on? Well, could we got? I guess that's the first question I should ask. Yeah. Hello, are you guys hear me? Yeah, yes, we sir. Hear you, we man. hear you loud and clear. Hey, so my name is Jamari Turner from Buffalo, New York. I'm calling for my I'm calling for my five competitions box office this weekend. Oh, perfect. Okay. Yeah, let's hear him, bro. Let's hear him. Let's hear him. Yeah, number one is going to be Serious Seven. Oh yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah, number two is going to be Home. Mm-hmm. The Home's going to drop off. Number drop to number two this week. Gotcha. Um, number three is going to be Get Hard. Mm-hmm. Number four is going to be um. Number four is going to be a surgeon. Mm-hmm. And number five is going to be Cinderella. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's right, that's man. what everybody. That's a general consensus. That, that seems to <laughs> be. That seems to be the one. Let's yeah. get. What do you think Fast Seven is going to make? Just in case we have a tie here. Which we will. Um, well, they say 110, 115 million. I'll probably say they probably make like 130 or 140 or something okay, this opening weekend. All right, we're gonna ha- we're gonna put you down at 135. We're gonna meet you right in the middle on that. Yeah, because uh, it's gonna be the biggest opening since Captain America last year for 95 million. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. Uh, well, basically. To, how, how can we get in touch with you if you win? I think we have a, uh, a book of Eli. My phone uh, number is 716-716-716-716-716-716-716-716-716-716-716-716-716-716-716-716-716-716-716-716-716-716-716-716-716-716-716-716-716-716-716-716-716-716-716-716-716-716-716-716-716-716-716-716-716-716-716-716-716-716-
<laughs> He's, He's out. out. He's out. 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 Alright, well thanks for the call, Dylan. Thanks, dude. And no good, problem. Well done on your five for five. I right, want to take one more, then we can start wrapping up this shindig. Yeah, let's do one more. Let's do one more call. We got our call. All right. Hey, welcome to Box Office Breakdown, man. Turn your uh, live show down a little bit. Turn your live, turn your YouTube down. I, I love hearing myself talk Mission Possible, but <laughs> yeah, I'll be able to hear you. Uh, who do we got? Hey, who do we got? Hey, you're on Box Office Breakdown. Uh, uh, yeah. Hey, you're on. All right, we lost him. You lost. All Next right, we got one. another one. <laughs> right, welcome to Box Office Breakdown. What? Yay! Hey, how you doing? What's your name? Hello. Where are you calling from? Oh, this is uh, Chris Osterman. Oh, nice. Hey, Chris Osterman. Yeah. Hey, you got your stuff today, right? I got my stuff today. Thank you all so much. Uh, was, uh, the Jay Peterman catalog was uh, was fascinating. Um, I really enjoyed that. It's amazing. Um, the lyrics in there, the dialogue. It's just yeah. You are some really some really great people over there for sending me this stuff. I. I really appreciate it. Yeah, Sarah uh, I think that. Uh, she actually Tom, kissed the page. knocked it out of the park last week. Oh yeah! Oh, forget it. He destroyed it. Yeah, it was a it was it was a good time. So yeah, Sarah kissed that book. So uh, I don't know. Oh, do what man. you want with it. <laughs> do what you want. JT couldn't sign it because he was out I of, wasn't out of here, the country. Man. I'll, I'll just send you something on the side. Chris, what do you got? You got some predictions for us? Yeah, you got something. Or you got questions? Oh yeah, I, I got some predictions, but it's not quite uh, like a like a top five list. I kind of came up with something different this week, and I wanted to get your all opinion on this. Sure, sounds devious. Let's do Jim it. Jim Knapsocks on the uh, yeah on the panel. Yes, he is. To get his opinion as well. And JT, welcome back from the Congo. Thanks, man. Um, um, my prediction is that uh, 2015 um, may be the highest grossing year in cinematic history. Um, uh, I think just with the slate that's laid out. I think there's no question about that. I think there's no question. Seven, Age of Ultron, Jurassic World, Hunger Games. James Bond, Spectra, Inside Out, and Star Wars, Mission Impossible, The Reverend, and that's not even including like the Oscar season. And even possibly hatefully. I mean, Mm. they're going to bring in, it's going to bring in so many billions of dollars. I just wanted to kind of get your all's thoughts on, on, do you think that this year is going to be the highest grossing year in film history or close? Well, well, I think, great, great question. I think yes. One, ticket sales always go up. Yeah. And that always goes in, you know, inflation. But yeah, the movies that are coming out this year are so big blockbuster. And starting with this one, uh, I think it's going to be nonstop for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. I think it'll blow the box office out by probably a, close to 500 well, million, maybe a billion. You know, if Avengers. Well, the thing is, is okay, all of these movies could, could suck, but people are going to go see them because of the title. Sure. Of course. Well, that's part of it. That's part of the business yeah, aspect of exactly. it is uh, we are seeing an un paralleled fervor for franchises that mm-hmm. we've never seen before. It is a giant market. Just try to get a hotel room at San Diego in early July. Um, you can't. So these these franchises and these genres and these markets, uh, these are money-making, repeat-viewing type of movies. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's a great point to close out the show is this. we are going into one of could be the most impressive seasons. I mean, I'm a Star Wars guy, yeah, obviously. Uh, Jedi Alliance live in a half hour, by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I think Avengers still might win long term. Just well, here's the thing: Age of Ultron is going to do a billion. This happened with American Sniper because when a movie comes out at the very end of the year, with well, a movie it makes the following year, like 2016, Star Wars is going to make mo- most of its money in 2016. Yeah, it correct. still mm-hmm. counts as 2015. Yeah, so. A movie, Avengers 2, Avengers, just Avengers 2 was coming out, no Star Wars, yeah. I would say it had a chance to make the biggest year ever. Mm-hmm. With Star Wars, that thing, that thing is at a fever pitch. Right. And it is something that everyone has wanted for since the original trilogy. Forget the prequels. Sure. I, I, I know, a movie know, like this doesn't come around very often. I know people cut their right off, right on, off right now if they could see that movie. <laughs> like, and Ken Nats yeah. might be one of them. <laughs> <laughs> like, just between Star Wars, um, Jurassic World, Age of Ultron, yeah. and The Hunger Games. I mean, you're looking at like a couple billion dollars, I think. Yeah, I mean, easily. That's easily. Hunger Games. Yeah, and don't. Yeah, and like you said, that James Bond, that last James Bond made a crap yeah, load. The Spectre yeah. the um, teaser trailer looks great. And everything. What's the previous biggest year? 1968 when Herbie the Love Bug came out for the that first time? It. I think it was 1969 <laughs> when Easy Rider came out. Yeah. 69, was it? What Sounds did, about right. What year did yeah. Lockup come out? Oh, yeah, that was a big movie. That was 80. <laughs> that was 86. Thanks for the call, Chris. Always, yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. It's all good. Thank you, man. 
Uh, all right, there we go. Uh, Tommy Green, Mr. Mr. T.T. Green asks one final question. Okay. Close okay. on the show on this. Uh, which non-movie event do you think hurts the box office more? Super Bowl? Uh, I think the Pacquiao-Mayweather fight's going to do it this year. <sighs> I think it's going to take a little bit away from Avengers because mm, a lot of dudes are going to watch that. That's good, big. good point. I'm good, point. good question, Tommy. Nothing. No, I think I think Super Bowl might be the only one, but then if you yeah. counter program it well, you're going to get money. Well, I mean, Super Bowl it takes away from the box office, it takes away from shit movies, though. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's the thing, even, it takes away from Sunday. That's the only thing that shuts down. But movies. Avengers is going to make that money back. Oh, it's yeah, not gonna, well, of course it is. I I won't be. I'll be watching. I'm going to be watching the Pacquiao fight. Trust me. I I will say Super Bowl only because I feel like Super Bowl takes almost. All, it feels like it takes the whole weekend away from you, not gotcha. just Sunday. I think that Pacquiao fight can happen. It happens at night. Mm-hmm. I mean. It takes the whole day, but man, Super Bowl is a national holiday mm-hmm. every year. Understood. That's, that's true. Just like WrestleMania for me. But I understand. Listen, I'm going to be a We're the AVN Awards, obviously. <laughs> for time. Yeah, AVN one. Awards? Yeah. Adult Film Awards? Yeah, yeah. That's the big one. <laughs> That's a big one. <laughs> All that's, right. a, that's a three-week extravagant. We're, we're, we're going to do Box Office Live for the AVN Awards this year. Sounds like <laughs> good. I might be able to get, I'll be able to hook that up. That's good. My friend Daniel was the host of the event this year. No maybe way. I could Maybe serious? I could get that going for you oh. guys. Daniel Steele? Daniel Stewart. Oh, okay, um, yeah. yeah. She's hot. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Tom's probably not allowed into most Vegas casinos anymore. No, though. Not, not anymore. Uh, not after the summer of 2004. <laughs> Only um, the Indian casinos. <laughs> so, that has been a uh, fun edition of Box Office Breakdown. Thank you so much for letting me sit in for the lovely Sarah Stratton. Well, She'll be back next week, we assume. Yeah, I was glad to be back. You know, it's been two weeks. It feels good to be back. That's this year. right. You can always follow me on Twitter at Ken Knapsack. You can follow mm-hmm. follow Tom at Bob Finstock, JT mm-hmm. at Schmoes JTE. Chris, thanks for joining us from the couch. Yeah, man. JTE's family coming in. I know you don't have Twitter because you're probably on the run from some sort of government agency. <laughs> Just why you're here hiding out We're, in JT's apartment. Face will be yeah. throughout Jupiter Josh in the engineer room. Thank you so much for your fine work today. Mm hmm. And, uh, well, you guys yeah. take it out. It's your show. Yeah, let's get those likes up. Let's keep doing it. Uh, keep, let's keep the callers uh, calling in and everything. Uh, Way to close, make it right. close yeah. the show strong. Let's make it right. Uh, keep watching those numbers. Maybe I should have kept up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Till next time. Producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.